podcasting from Northwest Pennsylvania. You're listening to the Gen Extra Podcast, a show about Generation X, movies, technology, weird news, and anything else they feel like. Join them every Monday morning. Now, here's your hosts, Dave and Joe. All right, welcome back to another episode of the Gen Extra Podcast, everybody. If you're, uh, yes, if you're new to the show, thanks for checking us out. If you're a long-time listener, welcome back. And uh, yeah, what are we doing this episode, Joe? We just talked about it. I don't know. But are you ready for <laughs> pumpkin-spiced everything? Oh, my God. I know. You know, okay, it's fall. I get it. I like pumpkin scent, like spice pumpkin, pumpkin pie, stuff like that. But my God. Everything is pumpkin something. Yeah. Everybody goes crazy for these pumpkin lattes and pumpkin this. And I do enjoy some pumpkin bread. I do like that. Are you a pumpkin fan? Not the smashing kind? <laughs> right. Smashing pumpkins, yes. Uh, pumpkin everything else that you can buy in the grocery store, which actually I just I just pulled up a, uh, an interesting list here of everything. I don't know if it's everything, but it's all the stuff that the Food Network found that is pumpkin spice for the holidays. Oh, there's a or, list? <laughs> or the, yeah, I mean, it's it's way too long for us to go through the whole thing, but I can definitely point out some of the more ridiculous ones. Yeah, what are some of them that's on there? Because, like, like uh, they're making, like, pumpkin pie ice cream, uh, you know, the obvious, like, like I said, pumpkin lattes, pumpkin spice stuff. What's on that list? Because that's here's, pretty much all here's I know. One, here's one I will not be eating. Yeah? Pumpkin-flavored Oreos. Okay, eh, that might not be too bad. That's just ruining the Oreo. I don't know. I, I might try. The it. Oreo was fine. Yeah. It was fine the way it was. You could even do some like the other flavors that I think go along more with the you know the, the I don't know white vanilla cream of an Oreo. I don't know what you want to call it. What flavor it technically is? It's Oreo flavored. Yeah. But then the jam pumpkin spice in there. I don't know. That's just. Ugh. I think if they made the. Like if they made the creamy stuff inside, like pumpkin pie flavored esque, you know, and then like the the cookie part of it was like kind of uh, crust flavored, that'd be kind of cool. Well, that's that's what it. That's actually so. It's the continuation of these pumpkin spice cream filled golden Oreos. So they use the golden Oreo um, outsides instead of the chocolate outsides. Well, dude, and you don't think that sounds good? No, it's terrible. <laughs> Everything about it is some. terrible. Because, you know, it's funny about that, too, is that I like the golden Oreos. So this is not only ruining regular Oreos, but it's ruining the golden Oreos as well. You just don't like pumpkin. Well, you're about to find out how I feel about this entire list. <laughs> I don't know. I, mean, right? I would totally do it. Well, I guess my my thing is, too, is like uh, cookies are kind of my crutch. Like I love I'm just a big cookie fan. So yeah, yeah, I like cookies. Yep. Yeah, so it just sounds appealing to me, but like some people, you know, they love, you know, chocolate or ice cream, or whatever. And, you know, I'm not like, I, I like ice cream, but it's not like if I have cookies or ice cream to pick from, I'm totally going for the cookies. You're going for the cookies. Yeah. Okay. Well, I have, so both of those, so both pumpkin flavored like cookies, whether they're like a small batch thing or some of the other bigger name brands mm. are on here. And so is pumpkin ice cream, both ruined by putting <laughs> pumpkin in it. Yeah, my wife picked up some pumpkin ice cream. It was okay. Like, I didn't mind it. It wasn't great, though. I still prefer just, like, regular, you know, traditional flavors, you know, moose tracks, you know, chocolate. Well, just, yeah, I mean, think about you're just ready, getting ready to sit down and watch a movie, right? Mm -hmm. And you pull up yourself a nice big bowl of, do you want one of those things you just mentioned? Or do you want pumpkin spice? I guess it depends on how much you like pumpkin stuff. I would probably, I mean, if I had the option sitting in front of me, I'd probably lean towards, like I said, a, a regular one instead of the okay, pumpkin one. Okay, okay. If it's the only one there, I'll probably have some. Because you know what they're going to do next. They're going to take whatever flavor you like and just ruin it with pumpkin spice. Yeah. Do you remember when they uh, when they did that with milk, with like the, uh, the cereal-flavored milk? I think we talked about this before. Yeah, <laughs> that's right. It was like already pre-flavored <laughs> cereal milk. Yeah. It's so gross. Which, which begs the question, if you put it in cereal... Are you getting twice the cereal taste? Probably. You probably would, but not like, I think they thought it was a great idea because they're like, everybody loves the cereal milk at the end of the bowl. But I think when you were actually just pouring it out and drinking it, people Ew, couldn't yeah. make that separation like in their mind of like, that's the after part of what I just ate. You know? And you have to wonder how they made it too. Cause if they didn't just take, I mean, at least 
you know it was artificially created. It wasn't just like a bowl of cereal was sitting around and they right. poured the milk back in. <laughs> yeah, they drained it like through a colander. <laughs> yeah, they're like, okay, throw those Lucky Charms out. We're good now. Yeah, no, this is a bad idea. Nice try. Yeah. But now they're going to they, you know they're gonna make like pumpkin-flavored milk or something next. I would be honestly be surprised if it's not on this list, but I have another one for you here. Yeah, well, yeah, You're going like, to like, you like this one. Pumpkin spiced almonds. Ew. That's got, that's got you written all over it. I mean, I do love almonds, but I'm very specific. I don't like plain ones. Uh, they have to be the wasabi and soy sauce ones made by uh, Blue okay. Diamond. I like those. Yes, yeah. Who's not sponsoring this podcast, by the way. Uh, yeah, those are fantastic. But no, I don't think I would want to eat pumpkin spiced almonds. I don't think I would. Yeah. I, take I just don't. Away. I just don't see the flavor. I just don't see the flavors going together. Yeah. What's one so, more? <laughs> okay. Uh, uh, well, I mean, there's so many interesting ones in here. Well, I'm just gonna more. try to find. I'm trying to find. To, I'll try to find two of the most. What I think would be. I, I don't know. Appealing or not appealing? Okay. Just how about this one? Just in general, pumpkin butter. Because I don't. I, I think this is available year round, but of course it gets more attention in the fall season. You know, I think um, I've had that. Straight up pumpkin butter. Yeah, I think it's good on like a bagel. That's what they. That's what they have a picture of. Yeah. I'm like, yeah, that's not all right. only. I mean, I, I don't know what I... I have no idea what to think about it. Yeah, I, I think it's good. I remember having it before. Must say, it's probably okay. Oh, by the way, I did find your milk. Your milk is on here. Oh, my God. Literally pumpkin it. spiced milk. I knew it. They'll do it to any... Nothing is safe. <laughs> Not, nothing is sacred. Nothing is safe <laughs> this time of year. It's pumpkin spice everything. I just don't get it, honestly. I Here's why I don't get it. Okay, let me just give you my my underlying theory mm-hmm. or not my underlying theory, my underlying reasoning. I don't think outside of pumpkin pie, which I will eat, okay, I will eat pumpkin pie. I don't think pumpkin's that appealing. The only reason pumpkin pie tastes good is because it's loaded with sugar and other sweeteners to make it taste good. Well, yeah, of course. Yeah, the pumpkin is, I mean, that goes for a lot of things too. Like chocolate sucks unless you add a whole bunch of sugar and, you know, milk to it. Like to make well, it delicious. Yeah, that's kind of a that's that's kind of a conversation too in and of itself that we could probably have. Most of the chocolate that people like, unless you actually like dark chocolate, the stuff that we eat that we call chocolate's not chocolate. No, no, it's just it's it's a, a hint of chocolate with a whole bunch of sugar and and milk in it. Right, exactly. Yep. Yeah, but I I actually don't mind a dark chocolate. Uh, you can buy those like you know certain percentage chocolate you know bars. Yeah. Uh, and we we got one one time. It was like. I think it was like 90% chocolate or something like that, whatever the percent is. Oh, I've seen those. Oh, yeah. boy, those are bitter, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that's not, I mean, that's chocolate. There you go. That's yeah. chocolate. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it was not right. what you would expect. It, was, uh, it, was, it wasn't great. I'm sure it's good for like, you know, certain like baking projects, but. Uh, right, right. Certain baking projects, yeah. Yeah, but not just to consume for, you know, enjoyment. <laughs> All right, I can give you the last thing that okay. we're going to ruin with with pumpkin flavoring. All right. Pumpkin pie Pop-Tarts. Oh, that actually doesn't sound bad at all, dude. Oh, <laughs> Throw them in the God. toaster. It's probably good. <laughs> yeah, I would totally eat those. I'd rather slather up some peanut butter on a piece of cardboard. Really? Before you eat a pumpkin pie to Pop-Tart? Yeah, I wouldn't. I mean, all I could be thinking about the whole time is how this is one not. It's not even pumpkin pie. You're just, just you're just anti pumpkin. That's I'm just, all. It I'm is. just anti pumpkin. <laughs> yeah. That's it. You you're just throwing away the possibilities of it being delicious. <laughs> no, all of this stuff is terrible. Yeah. Terrible. All right. Well, there's there's all the things. There's 82 <laughs> things that they found in the grocery store coming to you with pumpkin jammed into it. So good luck. Yeah. Yeah. So I mean, if you love pumpkin stuff, you know, good for you. But, you know, yep. I like but probably not for me. Uh, no, nah, I, I don't mind. Like I said, I don't mind. It's just, you know, probably I, half I, just say, I think you'd eat, you'd eat half that stuff on there. Oh, for sure. Yeah. <laughs> uh, all right. So, uh, quick, uh, I just want to do a quick recap on, uh, the, since the last time we pressed the record button, uh, I I've had, uh, I've had three weddings since then. So it's been a, it's been a, been a heavy, you know, wedding season here entering yeah. into fall. Yeah, I uh, got. Uh, I think I got like five or six more to go, but I actually wanted to uh, want to mention just a couple of things uh, wedding related real quick. As as the season has gone on, there's one thing that has started to. I want to say this delicately, without because I'm not trying to offend anybody. Okay, uh, but good luck. I know uh, speeches like toast. The you know, oh okay. I've I've mentioned them before about how, you know, when when you hear like a best man speech or something like that or you know whatever it is, you can pretty much just, 
you know, replace certain words and reuse it at somebody's wedding. Uh, you know, they're, they're very kind of standard, if you will. You could, at this point, you could have AI write a standardized speech for you. Oh my God, dude, you should pull that up. But like, get on chat GPT and say, write a best man speech. <laughs> I'm sure it can. I, while you're, while you yeah. are speaking, I will, I will pull it up. Yeah, do that in the background. But my point is, uh, I, I think that there needs to be like, uh, a time frame that you are permitted to do your toast at a wedding because as a guest uh especially you know i don't think that people want to hear a marathon speech of like you know i swear to god dude i i, I time stamped the this one i was doing from the beginning to the end and it was like an 18 minute toast from one human All being right. And right. it was it was so long. I and mean, like I'm literally looking around the rooms that's going on. Again, no offense. I mean, he had a lot to say. It was fine, but I'm like, I'm seeing the expression on people's faces, and it's pretty much telling me, like, wrap it up, dude. You know, like Yeah. Like people are tapping their watch at him, right? Yeah, like, come on, man. Like, let's get this over with. I don't need to hear about every funny thing you guys did when you were younger and uh, you know, this and that. But I mean, again, like just keep it, I guess keep it to like, you know, three, four minutes and you know, everybody be fine with it. But yeah. That, that, that's my one complaint. The other, the other thing is not a complaint. It's a, I actually want to give a shout out because I, uh, I come across a lot of, you know, wedding vendors, other professionals in the field. And I, I worked with a, uh, I worked with a videographer team yesterday. Uh, dude's name is Brandon. His uh, assistant was uh, Liam. They're super cool dudes. I just wanted to actually give them a shout out if they ever listen to our show. Uh, you know, they, they were fantastic to work with. Good. And, you know, because sometimes you'll come across, you know, other professionals who are accomplishing similar things with you, uh, such as video or if I'm doing video, you know, photo. <laughs> and sometimes they don't play along well with others. Sure. You know, like, you, like a photographer might forget you're even there and just kind of moving along through everything. And I'm like, hello, like I'm still here trying to do something. Yeah. Yeah. So I'm, we're all still here. Yeah, so, uh, but working with these guys was great. They were, like, you know, super receptive. Matter of fact, the, uh, uh, I think it was the, might have even been the bride. Uh, she had asked me, maybe it wasn't her, but anyway, uh, somebody, like, like, how long have you guys worked together? I'm like, this is actually our first time ever. And they're like, oh, like, you guys work really well together. Like, I thought maybe you guys, you guys, like, seem, like, very, uh, you know, systematic, and you guys are working, clicking and uh, she's like, no, she's like, well, she's like, hats off to you guys. You guys are, you know, that doing, is, doing it's a great kind of job. interesting. That even even other people were noticing how well you were working together. Yeah. So yeah, it was it was a good time, good experience. So that that's all I have to say about that. So in the meantime, mm -hmm. um, yes, uh, ChatGPT did create me a three paragraph best best man speech. Okay. And it's <laughs> it's hilarious because it hits every single like generalized point that. Like mo that most best man speeches could could make. It's mm -hmm. got, it's like I could see they were the perfect perfect match. They've navigated life's ups and ups and downs together. Oh, here, I have here, no here. doubt their journey will continue. You know, it's just it's Here's, every. I want you to give me everything. the first paragraph. I'm gonna leave, I'm gonna leave some wedding background music here. Okay, all I, right. I want you to like deliver it like you're standing beside a bride and groom. Yep. Oh yeah. All right. Here we go. You ready? Yeah. I stand before you today with great honor and joy as I celebrate the love between Carolyn and John. From the moment John introduced me to Carolyn, I could see that they were a perfect match. Carolyn's warmth and kindness complement John's unwavering loyalty and sense of humor in the most beautiful way. <laughs> That's pretty good. <laughs> yeah. You could chat, chat GPT yourself a speech. Yeah. Yeah, and if you and if you and if you can interject, like this gets like eighty percent of it done for you. You can interject your own stuff into it. But if you just need like a good skeleton or a yeah. good foundation, boom, three parag. I got three paragraphs of 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 emotional um, <laughs> pie filling here, right? <laughs> oh yeah, pumpkin pie filling. <laughs> yeah, it's, uh, seriously, it's pumpkin. It's a uh, pumpkin spice flavored. Yeah, uh, that's pretty good though, man. Yeah, I. I I don't think I'll ever be the best man at somebody's wedding, you know, because, you know, I think we're hit that age where we're kind of not in people's weddings anymore. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but no, I think that's a great, uh, that's a great option for people nowadays. Instead of just Googling, you know, best man speech, have uh, ChatGPT do it for you. Yeah. You could even, yeah. you could even say, write me a best man speech about, uh, you know, Joe and Erica and, uh, you know, like Joe likes this. You, know, you could probably you really can. specify you like certain things. 
And, and like you, you said, say, Joe, Joe really likes video games. Yeah, sense. exactly. <laughs> yeah. Joe and I have done a podcast for three years together. <laughs> yeah. I, oh it, it'll, it'll somehow, I don't know if it'll make sense, but it'll somehow incorporate it into the... Probably well enough that you can tweak it to make it your own. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. What a great tool that really is. Yeah. Uh, so, all right. Let's... Uh, I guess we didn't really outline what we're doing here. So, okay. A couple of things we do have coming up for the show now that we're, you know, 15 minutes into it. Uh, yep. I have, I finally saw Winnie the Pooh, Blood and Honey. So this was something that we talked about, I think about a year ago, maybe even more because the copyright was running out on the original Winnie the Pooh character. There's been several iterations of Winnie the Pooh, but the copyright ran out on the original character. So anyone can use it. Yeah. So they made it. Uh, a, a really, really interesting horror movie about it, uh, which I will have some comments on. I, you know, spoilers, I'm probably going to say something that may ruin it. I don't know, but who, who's even going to watch this? Really? I, right. I mean, I'm not sure. I'm right. I'm not <laughs> sure in our audience that Winnie, yeah. was it Winnie the Pooh, Blood, Blood and Honey, Honey yeah, is, yeah. is, it's, is it's really not on people's it. radar. They're not going to be like no, running out to see it. <laughs> right. It's not on the top of the watch list. Yeah. And we also saw a, uh, a teaser a teaser trailer, which for uh, Back to the Future Four, don't get excited. We don't think yeah. it's real. No, don't, don't, yeah. don't, don't jump up and down and say it's finally here. But we're just gonna, we're just gonna say a little bit about it because it's kind of an interesting concept. Yeah. Then we're gonna jump into a few weird news stories and then uh, end with a uh, our, our another edition of Are You Dumber Than? And this week is going to be a sixth a sixth grader because yep. we kind of talked about it and. One, it's, it is going to take quite some time to finish out all grades. And as we're finding when we're looking for the questions, they're very similar, if not repeating, grade by grade. So we're going to just start hopscotching. We're going to go one. We're just going to leapfrog a grade. So well, we're, we're jumping to six. It gets especially problematic when you get into grades like four, five, and six, because they do cover so many of the same concepts, just sometimes in a little more in depth. Right. You might learn something in fourth grade. You might get more information about it in fifth grade. And then they really dive into the information in sixth grade. But a lot of the questions are similar or the same. So we, yeah, like you said, we decided to skip to sixth grade. Yeah. Next week we'll do eighth. And then, yep. uh, yeah, we'll see we'll what do, the questions look like after that. We're uh, going to do most, yeah, most of the evens probably. Yeah. Yeah. And see where we fail. <laughs> yeah. Right. Mine's right, coming. Right. Mine's coming soon. <laughs> <laughs> got a lot of confidence in yourself there. I do. Uh, so yeah, let's, uh, I want to talk real quick about the, uh, Winnie the Pooh movie. So again, like Joe said, it was, uh, uh, came out like a year ago or they talked about it like a year ago, it came out in theaters over the summer and finally just at Paramount. And the, uh, the concept of the movie is that Christopher Robin was, he did so bad. I'm sorry. It, he, he had Winnie the Pooh, Piglet, Tigger, uh, the, whatever all the, the other characters are. Yeah, uh, it's just like the 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 cartoon series that everybody knows. Like he had them in the Hundred Acre Wood, and but in the movie he left for like five years and just left them there to basically fend for themselves. But in the movie they're not like they're not uh, CGI, they're not animated whatsoever. Uh, they're they're human beings with masks on essentially. Okay. And when he the the, the, the stuff the, the animals the. Yeah, Winnie the Pooh, Tigger—they're they're human beings with some or something with, but they don't—they walk around like humans. Oh yeah, I'm the, confused. The, yeah, they got clothes on, they got pants, shirt. Uh, which, oh, okay. Well, there's actually a funny point to that I'll make here in a little bit. But, okay, okay, all right. Uh, anyway, so uh, the the movie is he comes back. Christopher Robin comes back with his wife to show her, which you don't even find out it's his wife until she's about murdered. Uh, spoiler. Uh, but uh, spoiler alert yeah like I said no one cares <laughs> no one's gonna watch this but which also I'm not gonna talk about this forever because nobody probably really gives a shit uh, but anyway the uh, I, I just want to express how bad it was uh, but anyway he comes back finds out that the uh, that, that Pooh and Piglet have murdered Igor or Igor Eeyore, Eeyore I'm sorry <laughs> Igor <laughs> I think I did it last time too Eeyore and uh they're they're now they're murderous. They're they're vengeful. They're spiteful that he that he abandoned them for you know half a decade. Uh, he can't reason with them. And then you know typical horror movie trope. You know somebody yeah. somebody books a group of teenagers. 
they book a vacation uh, in the woods to, you know, have some fun, of course. So wait a minute, the 100 acre woods in this case is like not an alternate dimension or something? Oh no, it's, it's just, just in the woods. Where you can go? Yeah. Oh, okay, okay. So that explains why people can book a log cabin back there. Yeah, so the... Uh, then just like tip, like I said, typical horror movie fashion, uh, you know, let the murders ensue, and you know it's it's gory, it's uh, it's it's over the top. It was uh, it was super low budget. Yeah, matter of fact, I think we talked about it before. They they actually had to go back and reshoot some scenes in this movie before it came out because they made this film basically as a goof, like just. So super low budget production I team. That's what I thought. I thought it was like I. I thought it was more of a, ha ha. We have the copyright, or we can use these characters now, instead of it's. It's definitely nothing serious, right? Oh yeah, they, they the budget was probably you know a thousand dollars. Like it was. Right. It was terrible. This was in no means to ever become uh, a big movie, right? And, but it was catching the internet by storm, and people were really talking about it, kind of really want to see it, and. So they, they went back and like, okay, like we need to fix some of these scenes that look like total crap. Oh, because some of them were so bad that now that people were going to be watching it, they couldn't let it go to print that way. Yeah. Yeah. So they had to go back and fix it and re-edit it. And again, like it was overall, if you're a, a B movie horror fan, you might like it. It's it's fine. Like I kinda of, I enjoy those kind of movies. Uh just for uh, for their yeah, terribleness. But did you enjoy this? <sighs> no. <laughs> I, I didn't think so. It didn't sound like you were actually having that good of a time watching this. Cause you can definitely have some fun with like a B level horror flick, but I'm, I'm not sure this, at least from the sound of your voice, I'm not sure this is standing up to the test. Yeah. It wasn't amazing. It was the, it's just so many, like, you know, when you, when you watch a movie like this, it really makes you appreciate uh dialogue and, and what it actually does for a story, how certain scenes are shot and you know establishing characters and stuff like that yeah and when you see it done so poorly it like i said it really makes you appreciate when it's done right and you don't even know you don't even notice it because you're used to it being done correctly right right and then you see this just monstrosity you know uh, of a crap pile of movie (laughs) (laughs) uh but they they couldn't even like they couldn't even acknowledge the the fact that they were uh, like the the Pooh and Piglet characters, they were like I said, human beings in in a, in a mask. And there was this one scene, and I'll I'll talk about this, then we'll wrap this up, where these two teenagers were like looking for help, and they found these guys in this truck. And of course, they got out of the truck, like is everything okay? And they looked down the street in the headlights, and there's Pooh standing there. And they made a comment that made me pause, and we were all laughing. Uh, my friend Jason and Zach and I were watching it together. Yeah. And because he's like, what is that? Because it's not even human. And I'm like, what? Oh, no. I'm like, what in the world made you conclude that a, a dude wearing overalls, a flannel shirt, shoes, pants, like, it, it, how did you think for a second that wasn't just a dude in a mask that you had to right. comment that it wasn't human? Like, that's how it was written in the script, that it was an inhuman thing. And they just kept that the way it was, even in the dialogue, because... It, disregarding the fact that it looked 100% human. You know, it, just, it was like, that's how bad it was. So that that's all I'm going to say. It was, a, it was a rough watch, but I finally saw it. I told you I'd do it for the podcast. <laughs> and you did. And you did. I did. Yeah. So there you go. Uh, I don't expect anybody to run out and be like, ooh, I got to go see this. But if you do, it's on Paramount. Or no, Paramount. No, it's on Peacock. I'm sorry, Peacock. So there you have it. So well, I do you have any questions? <laughs> I... I have so many questions just in that I just the whole setup just seems so bizarre to me. So I have to I have to ask about like the 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 the, the whatever Pooh and and Tigger mm-hmm. are they Tigger wasn't a part of it. It was just Pooh basically, right? Pooh and, and Piglet, yeah. Okay, so are Pooh and Piglet like do they are, do people when they see them do they treat them as like oh they're just looking at them and it's just totally normal is it that bizarre of a film or is it or is it one of those things where they see them regardless of whether the fact that they're murderous psychopaths or whatever mm-hmm. right yeah. do they treat them like as if they recognize like they it's perfectly normal or are they no, like no. oh my god that's a murderous bear in a yes. jeans and a t-shirt yeah and they refer to him as a bear not as like picture michael myers but change his mask out with a bear mask like that's just, that's just it that's all it is okay 
And yeah. and and I'm assuming that that is supposed to be I, I'm supposed to be terrifying, but but it's terrifying for like all of the reasons because first off, you would never expect to see that. Right. Yeah. It, but like the, I said, it was just so bad. <laughs> I know. I'm just so I'm just someone has so many questions. And Christopher Robin though was used to these creatures because he lived there for a while. So they, they 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 don't surprise him in the setup of the movie. Right. right yeah, yeah. He he knew them. He recognized them. He was trying to you know talk some sense into him. Because he was because they were killing people, but yeah, we don't need to keep going on about it because we could spend. I could literally talk about the whole show, and I don't want to. Okay, everything I mean, is just so. We have other things to get to, <laughs> more important things. Yeah, I just I, felt I it was it. worth talking about it. for a few minutes that I finally saw this piece of. We garbage. did. We've we've done it. Yes. We're in. So let's uh, do a quick uh, stop at Back to the Future. We'll talk about this for just a couple minutes, and then we'll yep. move on, uh, because again, it's a fake trailer, uh, and. If you haven't seen it, just go to YouTube and look up Back to the Future 4 trailer. And I was bamboozled because I was texting you, Joe, saying, dude, we got to talk about this new Back to the Future movie coming out. And uh, come to find out, it's not real. It's fake. It looked very legit, though. So maybe some background here. When you sent it to me, too, I was also a little bit confused because I was like, what? Back to the Future 4? And the first time I watched it as well, I was like, I'm like, I'm, okay, I had to like triple check what was going on because the, I guess the background for this thing is that a bunch of fans or people with people with editing, like decent editing skills, put together a couple, there's actually, there's actually two on YouTube, put together some fan edits of what their concept of a Back to the Future 4 would be. Like the one that I'm, I don't know which one you watched, but I'm looking at the one that has almost a million views. Yeah, that's one I saw. And like the the teacher or uh, Mar, uh, Marty, yeah. Mc, is it Marty McFly? Yeah, is that his yeah name? Michael J. Fox. He's Michael J. Fox's character is an older teacher now, I think, from the concept. Mm -hmm. And I think like he is like, he's like talking about it. And then they, and then they, un, you know, then they uncover the time machine again and then they go on an adventure. Yeah. And they're like, in the one scene I saw where, uh, they're like in the future, future, and they're ripping the DeLorean like down the street, and the the tires fold in into like hover mode. Yeah, yeah. And, like it looks legit, dude. Like I'm like, there's, I, I, that scene didn't exist anywhere before, so I don't know where that came from. That's what confused me, and that's why I thought it was real. Yeah, because sometimes you'll find these uh, these fan made trailers, and you can pick out like, okay, they stole this from a totally different movie. Right, uh, right, right. Like I've seen this before somewhere else, but yeah, so. What are your thoughts? I mean, okay, so it's fake. It's not, at least from what we've read, it's not going to happen. But what are your thoughts on if it did? Like, how do you feel if this actually panned out and they were going to make a Back to the Future 4? It's, okay, so admittedly, admittedly watching the concept that this trailer tries to set up, which is seems to be a spiritual retelling of maybe like the second movie perhaps or something, it's really hard to tell what what they're going for, but because the trailers are so conceptual. But admittedly, the concept that this trailer sets up is rather interesting. It is like, like they, they kind of bring Marty and the Doctor back together, right? And they go and they shows like this a couple cool, like probably fan made action scenes, right? And it's like I would I would watch that movie. It's I mean it's hard to get an understanding of what the plot would be about because obviously this is fake. But I I'm sitting here saying. If I saw this trailer come out, I would go watch that movie. Now, Michael J. Fox, actually, I, I can't say this for certain, but because I just saw he did an interview. He did. I think it was an interview. Was it on Apple TV or something? Or he has a movie coming out, which is basically his personal struggles. I'm not sure today he can get through a movie. I don't think so either. Um, uh, which make which makes some of this a little bit problematic. Yeah. So the, that's the one thing I would say about the trailer, too, is that. You know, I love Michael J. Fox, but I don't know if he would be able to do another movie uh, where he's like a main lead. So what I think, if they were to do this, my opinion is they would have to do it the same way or a very similar fashion to the way they did the new Ghostbusters that came out a couple years ago, where, you know, that it, it's a it's a new cast of people, a new storyline where they unearth the DeLorean somehow, like in right, storage, right. You know, just like they yep. did the 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 Ecto, whatever the car was in Ghostbusters. Right. Um, what, what was the name of that car? I don't remember. Ecto something? Ecto Pazin? E e e Echo One or Echo One? Ecto, oh, Ecto One. Ecto One? Yeah. yeah I but, mean, we could probably Google it, so that's, that's probably wrong. Sorry, folks. Yeah. 
But I think the same way. And they have like, uh, you know, maybe somebody in the family, like, uh, you know, like maybe like one of Marty's, you know, kids or, uh, you know, Doc Brown's grandson or something, you know, who knows? Uh, right. But, but kind of tied in family related. And then, you know, just like in Ghostbusters, the, uh, the, the guys from the original Ghostbusters do make an appearance in the show uh, towards the end. So they could have something like that with Marty and Doc Brown uh, right. you know, making small cameos. But no, I think I think it could be done to kind of revamp the series again if they wanted to. But we talked about it on another show where is is Back to the Future so sacred that they just can't touch it? You know what I mean? Like, I think that's the way Robert Zemeckis feels. Because when I was actually researching this, the background on some of these fan trailers, mm. Robert Zemeckis, I believe, he feels like, at least at least what I've seen from his uh his interviews and stuff, I, I believe he feels like he can't live up to the original trilogy, which I mean, the original trilogy is fantastic and still dissected to this day to just the details behind them. Like the, the, the interesting, the interesting subplots going on, the, the fan, like the, the different references forwards and backwards into the, you know, in time, you know, they're still dissected to this day because they're so well-made and interesting. I think Robert Zemeckis has a point to say, can I really do a number four, right? And plus with Michael J. Fox um, being semi-retired from acting, you know, it makes it even more difficult. Yeah, yeah, but like I said, I think they could if they go about it the right way. But to try and make Doc Brown and Marty lead characters again, I think would be, a, right. I think it'd be a mistake. Just my opinion. I, yeah, I, I see what you're saying, yeah. And, and you're probably, and honestly, you're probably putting a little bit too much on them to try to recapture the magic of the first three films. Right. Yeah, exactly. Right. It just, it just doesn't seem to, it's, I don't know. It's, I just don't think it would make a lot. Of, I don't think it would make a lot of sense at this time. You're right. It would have to be, it would have to be a soft reboot. Like, Oh, we found it in this garage and it's a new, but you know what, you know what the problem with those is. What's that? They, they call it a ripoff of the, of Ghostbusters. I mean, well, it's, I think the same. I think the the same problem that exists with almost all reboots applies. Is that is this reboot going to do enough to differentiate itself, but at the same time, be respectful, right, and pay homage to the original series? I I don't know how many reboots that I've seen that actually are able to pull that off. Yeah, I think they could. I think it'd be interesting enough, and they could, you know, with the right writers behind it. Uh, you know, they could they could come up with a really interesting plot line uh, that would just, you know, kind of pull everybody back into that universe again. Uh, but again, you have to do it so delicately that you're not. I mean, it's hard. It's hard to explain if you if you try and veer too far, people will hate it. If you try and keep it too close, people will hate it. Right. Right. That's right. It's the it's. It's the damned if you do, damned if you don't kind of thing, right? Yeah, so that's probably where they're at. Like, if they're just trying to decide to do one, they got to figure out where that happy medium's at that people are going to enjoy it and not, you know, right. get upset. Uh, but yeah, so there you go. Maybe we'll put something on Facebook about what, what your thoughts would be if they made, or if they should or shouldn't make a Back to the Future 4. Yeah, we'll see. We'll see what they say. Yeah. So, all right, well, let's move on, Joe, to uh, we got a couple, a uh, few weird news stories. And unless I'm missing anything else. Am I missing something? I think that's it, right? But we've got we've got weird news and are you dumber than a sixth grader? Do we yeah. have enough time to get to both? We do. Yep. Okay. So all right, let's crack into some weird news. Here we go. From all across the world, there are stories to be told. The strange, the bizarre, funny, freaky, the abnormal, and extraordinary. Grab your beer or pour some booze. It's time for the weird news. Yes. yes. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> Still doesn't get old. Nope. You do such a great job on that. Uh, okay. All right. So you say you have a couple at least. Uh, I have one. We got like 25 minutes. So we should, let's, I'm going to have you start. I'll kind of be in the middle of your possible two stories. Okay. So you go first. I am going to go for it. I'm going to, I'm going to try to pick out which one I think is, okay, this is a good one. I picked out a bunch for today, but I'm going to pick out the one that I personally made me laugh the most. Oh, okay. There's even, there's even video of this. So if we remember, we'll try to link this out too. It's actually rather, it's very comical. All right, here we go. Shirtless suspect leads LA police on bizarre 
slow speed chase in a golf cart with a dog in lap. <laughs> and this is on video. This wasn't not Florida, you said? This not Florida. Okay, it's right. actually Los Angeles, okay, which right. has has from time to time been just as bizarre as Florida. But this is so many levels of hilarious because so not only did someone film record most of this. Where where'd they film it, it from? Just on their cell phone. I mean, like, like where were they? Were they like in their car, like just falling along? This is like, yeah, this is downtown LA. Okay. People are just standing around. That's why there's so many shots of it. Right. It's this dude zipping down the street in a golf cart, shirtless, with a dog in his lap. Okay. And he's like, there's police cars chasing him at the speed of a golf cart, really, right? Like eight mile an hour. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. We're doing like eight to 10 miles per hour here. And and it's great because and he keeps like weaving in and out of traffic, but totally casual. Like he's got one arm around the dog. He's got one arm up on the steering wheel, just driving like he's driving the golf cart on a on a um yeah, a golf course. Yeah. Does it he's say what he's out. like why he was even doing it in the first place? So apparently, apparently the story is that he they received a call about 9 p.m. about a robbery. Uh, at some, I don't know. It doesn't say what. It doesn't say if it was a store or mm -hmm. what it was. But apparently, it was a robbery. The the caller said that that apparently the robber, like who's this person, supposedly said uh, the golf cart. They took the golf cart as part of the robbery. So I think they grabbed some cash, and they also said, "I'm taking the golf cart." But at the same time, they have a dog with them the mm -hmm. whole time. So they just the, the 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 robber and the dog jump into the golf cart and just drive away he's shoeless too <laughs> okay this sounds like it was a very impromptu robbery yeah i don't know if this was planned yeah all like, that well yeah like it doesn't sound like he had it mapped out because like he didn't have a way he didn't have an escape vehicle he was barefoot no shirt walking his dog and he just decided to rob a place that's yeah. my guess and it didn't go well so when they when they described the guy to the police like he stole a golf cart he didn't have a shirt on or shoes on. He had a dog yep. with him. <laughs> They're like, well, this That's ought it. to be easy. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And the police keep trying to get out to stop him. Mm -hmm. Like they are literally can catch up to him. They have enough time to get out and like stand in front of him. And he just drives around him. <laughs> like it's, it's the most, it's the most bizarre chase. And eventually he like ran, he tried, he did, he did what most people do. Eventually they try to run instead of, you know, instead of drive or, or use the golf cart. And that's when they caught him. Oh, he thought he could outrun the cops. <laughs> Yeah, it's the, which is like how all those chases end, right? Yeah, all like chases just, just end with up. a suspect. Yeah, they either wreck the car or it runs out of power, right? Or or the golf cart runs out of it, right energy, and they're like, okay, I'm gonna run now. Yeah, I guess when you're in escape mode, you don't really process the fact that it's probably not gonna work out well. No, you're I just, guess. Yeah, you just. Don't. Yeah, you're just like, I'm going to do everything I can, so I'm just gonna get out and run, even though they're all yeah. in vehicles. And but when they start darting through people's yards and stuff, then the, then it's a foot pursuit. And yeah, they just, there's more cops. Sometimes they have, you know, uh, canines and, you know, it, it just, it doesn't end well. Like they, helicopters sometimes are involved. Like you're not getting away. <laughs> no, it's, it's not, it's not going to work. Yeah. Although you do see the opposite sometimes where people, they are of, uh, enough, you know, sound mind where they're like, yeah, this is over. And they just get out of the car, put their hands up. Like I'm done. <laughs> yeah. 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 All right. Well, so much for that. Guy was probably drunk or something or maybe on drugs. Yeah, I mean, it's right. There's a whole lot of different things going on here that could be um, involved, right? Yeah. And it doesn't it doesn't have any details, so who knows? But it was the video is is there. It's 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 pretty funny. Go check it out. Yeah, it's, uh, yeah. It, remember trying we'll, to share that. We'll, yeah, remember trying to uh, link it out there. Yeah. So all right. So I have a story, Joe. Uh, this is one that you're gonna love, 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 love. Great. Yeah. I'm already already liking it and there is a there's an audio clip that i have here as well from the uh, from the pilot so the the title of this headline uh says out of uh, out of atlanta uh says delta flight returns after passenger has diarrhea quote all the way through the plane oh <laughs> no what what is it with you <laughs> and these <laughs> I saw this. I'm like, ooh, like I have to do this story, and Joe's gonna hate it. <laughs> oh, this is so terrible. All right, so I'll, I'll read the article here real quick. So it says a uh, a passenger uh, passengers reboard flight to Spain after eight hours. Okay, that's the uh, yeah. Okay, so all right, footage has emerged. Uh, the footage is not of the act happening; it's the aftermath. 
uh, says of the onboard medical emergency that forced the U.S. airliner back to Atlanta uh, only two hours. Oh, my God, it was two hours into the flight. I thought it was way quicker than that. Okay, that's even worse. After a, uh, a messy trail of diarrhea left by a struggling passenger. It says maintenance crews spent five hours cleaning the airliner uh, after it was... Uh, uh, after its enforced early landing, including replacing the aisle carpet ruined by the incident. Passengers, uh, reportedly including the one suffering from diarrhea, were allowed to reboard after, oh. the, after the eight-hour delay, uh, making it to uh, Barcelona Saturday afternoon with no further incident. Uh, so the, uh, the passengers described the flight uh, after cleanup as, a, as vanilla-scented, uh, poop uh the whole oh. way oh my god dude oh, yeah so uh yeah that's pretty much it for the article uh yeah just a biohazard issue so all right i didn't realize it was two hours so let me play you the clip from the airline then we'll talk about this for a second whoa, whoa, wait, wait there's a clip for this yeah it's, it's from it, it's from the uh from the pilot to uh uh to uh, the okay all right i can't wait to hear this all right all right here it comes if it's just a, a biohazard issue, I, you know, we've had a passenger who had diarrhea all the way through the airplane, so they want us to come back to Atlanta. <laughs> <laughs> it's My so God. professional. I love it is, yeah. I love how professional it is, though. It's great. Like, eh, it's about diarrhea all through the airplane. <laughs> We're going to get back to Atlanta. So, all right. So I had a couple, I had a couple of thoughts on this. Not so much the, well, maybe a little bit. But okay, so I, I want to, like, kind of rewind in my mind about, like, even like pre-boarding this plane. Okay. So like I'm imagining this from, from the, the poor woman who had this happen to her. Yeah. Uh, so like, I'm just, I'm imagining like sitting in the terminal and you know, whether it may be, you know, food poisoning or just, you know, just sick. And, you know, she's probably trying to relieve herself, uh, you know, in the airport before boarding this plane, not feeling well, you know, what do you do in that situation? Like, like your stomach's upset. You're having some, you know, bowel problems, Right. And, you know, you're trying to, you know, take care of it before you have to sit on a plane to Barcelona, uh, which is a probably a long flight from, from Atlanta. And the, wait, or did it say it was an eight-hour flight? And that's how long they were delayed. I don't know how, the, how long the flight is, but I will say this. It's longer than four hours because they were two hours in and they came back. So had they been beyond the halfway point, they would have just kept going. But my, like I said, they board the plane. They sit down. You know, poor woman's got like, you know, rumbly guts. And you know they they get to the, they get to the tarmac and you know that that fasten seatbelt lights on so now she's kind of like stuck there you know not feeling great they take off and at some point uh, during the flight I don't know how long she made it didn't say but she had to get up out of her seat hopefully it wasn't like the window seat where she's like having like excuse me excuse me like across people's laps yeah uh, you know and, and then but she yeah she didn't make it and she. Uh, she let loose, obviously, accidentally. No, wait a minute. What? I, why didn't she get to a bathroom? Because, like I said, I'm wondering. I'm wondering if during the ascent with those fastened seatbelt lights on, she couldn't get up. And maybe once she was permitted by the light going off and, you know, you're free to roam about the cabin, which nobody does. Nobody yeah, yeah, roams yeah, yeah. about the cabin. Everybody just sits there. Right. Nobody uh, does that. Yeah, so she got up to, to go hit up a restroom uh, and didn't make it. And I guess that's it. I mean, that it has to be it. I mean, yeah. Uh, and then thinking about it from the passenger's point of view, you know, he, I mean, we've all been on flights and, you know, on occasion you'll be sitting there and, you know, someone in the vicinity of you, you know, farted and you're like, Phew, you know, you're kind of looking around like, like, damn. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I just can't even fathom the horror that ensued after she emptied her bowels all over the floor of the airplane, dude. Like that was I mean, probably, yeah, it's just it's such terrible. a nightmare. Yeah. And, I mean, I, all right, I don't, I don't like, I, it's not even funny. Like at that. No, point, right? I, mean, it's, it's just, I mean, it's funny, but it's not like, it's like, cause it, it's horribly embarrassing for her. Right. Right. And then the other point I want to make too, like, so after they cleaned it, after they all got off the plane, they all cleaned it. They're all delayed. They let her back on, which is fine. I'm not saying they shouldn't have let her back on. Uh, but do, can you imagine, like, all the looks 
from people and it, like for her, like, I don't know if I would want to get back on that flight. I'd be like, you know what guys, like have a nice vacation. Like I am not returning to this plane after what just happened. And what you're going to have to sit beside the same people again. You were sitting beside that, you know, they all knew it was you. <laughs> like, dude. Oh, and they're all probably just so scared that like, maybe it's not over yet. <laughs> Uh, well, she, but she's, I thought she was, I thought she was gone, right? Oh, no, no, no. Like they, like I said, they all boarded the plane again after they cleaned it, even including her to go to Barcelona and I, everybody just probably crossed their fingers that there wasn't going to happen again. Or they put her on the outside seat and be like, you, you go as fast as you need to. Oh, care. so after they, so they, so they were able, so she was able to, I'm sorry, I misunderstood that. She was able to, after they landed and cleaned up, mm-hmm. she was able to get back on. They all put it. Yeah. They all went back on, including her. So, Got it. Okay. Wow. Yeah. Which would be just an embarrassing flight the whole way yeah. as you're probably just like catching whiffs of remnants of, you know, the incident. <laughs> okay. Can we, this is terrible. <laughs> I knew you were gonna I'm hate sorry. this. Sorry, <laughs> this is terrible. Like it sucks. Like I, I just feel so bad for. <laughs> I know. Yeah, we can we can move on. I, I think that's an, enough about that. I could uh, I can continue to, you know, think about other yeah, right. other things, but I, I won't I won't put you through it. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks. Yeah, man. Uh, so yeah, we have about ten ish minutes left. Do you want to move on to? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, we can bank some of your other weird news stories for uh, for next time. Yep. I've got I've got plenty for next time. Cool. All right. Well, let's uh, let's wrap up the show with uh, Are you smarter than a or I'm sorry, are you dumber than a sixth grader? Right. It's legally different. Yeah. <laughs> yes, it is. Uh, all right. So do you want to answer questions first or do you want to read them first? Let's see. I want to I'll answer first today. Why okay. don't I answer first? All right. Now, I have multiple choice if you need it. Okay. So I'm not going to give them to you unless you ask me. Uh, so, all right. So your, uh, are you dumber than a sixth grader questions, Joe? Uh, I have 10 of them and they were kind of all over the place as far as, uh, subjects. So this is like sixth grade just, in general, just, right? Yeah, random quiz of stuff. Sixth grade general knowledge. All right. I am ready for some sixth grade general knowledge. And what do you got? You said 10? 10. Yep. So you got to at least get right. six of these. We determined to pass. We're all going right. for 60%. All right. So question number one, Joe. Uh, what is the chemical symbol element for gold? Uh, AU. That A-U. is correct. And the, and the fun part about that was, was that when I was a kid, it was always, AU, give me back my gold. That's how you remembered it? Yep. That's pretty A-U. good. <laughs> That's pretty good. Pretty good, uh, yeah, pretty good little trick. Yeah. I just remembered it because I had to. <laughs> I didn't think You're of like, any fun little, you know, tricks. Well, you know. <laughs> I like that. Uh, AU. <laughs> Give back my gold. All right. Question number two. Uh, which of the following historical figures is known for inventing the light bulb? Hmm. 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 I know. Go ahead. You said you said following. Oh, but, that's because I have multiple choice. If you need it. Oh, I, I don't. Okay. It's Thomas Edison. That is correct. All right. Okay. Uh, okay. Question number three. Uh, this is always a fun trick question that people sometimes will get wrong. Uh, what is the largest organ in the human body? Largest organ in the human body. Um, largest organ in the human body. It is the mm-hmm. skin. That is correct. Yes. <laughs> yeah. That, I always love seeing that one show up on like trivia because a lot of people, they don't think about that, the, the skin being, you know, an actual organ. Yeah, it's, it is. Right, you don't. It just doesn't come up because you think of heart, lungs, lungs, liver, even, yeah, everything else, eyeballs, yeah. things like that. But you're like, oh yeah, the skin. Yeah. All right, uh, three for three. Doing good. Question number four. Uh, <laughs> so the audience had to chime in. This one is a little bit trickier, Joe. So I will probably okay. end up giving you options for this one. Okay. Uh, in the periodic table, which element has the atomic number twenty six? Oh, twenty six. Twenty six. Do you want the okay. want the options? You can probably narrow, uh, but you can honestly, you can probably narrow it down once I give them to you. It'll make more sense. Yeah. You know what? Okay. I'm going to take the sucker's way out. I'm going to go with my options. Okay. Here we go. A, iron, B, oxygen, C, hydrogen, D, carbon. I don't think it's carbon. <laughs> well, think about the last three. You know where they're at in the periodic table. Yeah, <laughs> I know. So it has to be, has to be, is iron 26? Correct. 
Oh yes. Okay. Yeah. The uh, all the other ones are at the very very top. They're uh, the the lightest ones. Yeah. Right. 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 Okay. All right. I'm moving right along here. Yeah. I'm pretty. I actually didn't highlight that one. I I thought it was iron. Can you Google uh, periodic number twenty six? Make sure we're right. I highlighted all the correct answers on these, and I didn't highlight that one. I just, I'm with yeah, you. It's, I, it's iron. Okay, I'm, it's like, iron. I'm pretty sure it's iron. Okay. Yeah, it's iron. All right, okay. <laughs> four for four. <laughs> like, I'll be embarrassed nice. if I, I was also nice. wrong. Uh, okay, all right. Uh, question number five. Which planet in our solar system has the largest number of known moons? Oh, oh, okay. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, okay, I, it's, I'm going to go with Saturn. Ooh, that is incorrect, Joe. Damn it. Damn it. Is it Jupiter? <laughs> it's Jupiter. <laughs> oh, shit. I actually thought Saturn had it, but I guess not. Oh. Yeah, that, that would have been the two I'd have been between as well. Kick, uh, kick me out of the sixth grade. Ah, you're, you're fine. You're, you only got one wrong so far. All right, all right. Okay, question number six. Who wrote the famous novel To Kill a Mockingbird? Would you like the options? Oh, wait a minute. To Kill a Mockingbird? Mm-hmm. Oh, my God. I think I'm going to have to take the options. That's okay. Now, I, now, to be fair, I actually are giving you options on some of yours, too. So. Yeah, yeah. No, like these particular ones, it's hard to know offhand, but if you hear the options, you can probably narrow yeah. it down. Uh, okay, all right, give, so, me, give me options. Uh, A, Charles Dickens. B, Harper Lee. C, Mark Twain. Or D, J.K. Rowling. <laughs> we obviously eliminate one of those pretty quickly. <laughs> Okay, so I'm actually going to have to do this by exclusion mm-hmm. because obvi- obviously it's not D. Mm-hmm. And I don't think um, Twain uh, and the other the other one that you said. Uh, yeah, I would, anyway, I would eliminate I, Twain and Rowling right off the bat. Yeah, yeah, right. Uh, so I'm going to go with I'm going to go with Harper Lee. That is correct. Okay, okay. I actually believe it or not, that was like not something that was already somewhere in my cerebral cortex right i just i had to do that based on what you just gave me yeah okay uh, all right question number seven uh which famous historical event is associated with the phrase beware the ides of march again i can give you oh the uh, assassination of julius caesar that a oh, good one dude nice i would not have guessed that i would have, i would have had to have gotten the option or gotten the options there the oracle told him beware the ides of march and he was like whatever <laughs> whatevs <laughs> whatever nerd yeah stupid oracle <laughs> uh all right so good job on that one uh, question number eight uh which gas makes up the largest percentage of the earth's atmosphere which oh, wait, wait, wait earth's which? atmosphere is mostly okay oh, is that not the question because i think uh, yeah well, okay yeah i was just making sure i read it right yep it is you want the options no okay i i i'm i feel like Hold on a second. Hold on a second. Don't give me the options on this one. Dun, 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 dun. Okay. No, 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 no. I, no, sorry. Not, not, no, no, no to you. I was like, I think I, I want to do this without the options because I want to, I want to get one right without the options. And I'm like, I'm like 90% certain it's nitrogen. I'm going to, I'm going to go with nitrogen. Nitrogen. That is correct. <laughs> okay. All right. Good. Because I actually, for a second there, I was like, uh, I, I know it's not high. We can't be hydrogen because that would be an, a horrifically dangerous atmosphere. So, yes, mm-hmm. obviously it's nitrogen. Okay, very yep. good. Yeah, well done. I don't know if I'd have got that one because the options were oxygen, carbon dioxide, nitrogen, hydrogen. So I would have been between oxygen and nitrogen. Well, I just think that part is so interesting that our that our atmosphere is not mostly oxygen. oxygen. Yeah, it's weird. Right, and we are we are oxygen-based creatures, mm-hmm. right? It's a, I always thought that that was like an interesting aspect of our – um, of our ecosystem, but yet we is, evolved as, uh, is as oxygen oxygen. heavier than nitrogen. Is that why? Is it like, is it obviously like, does I, it sit lower in the nitrogen? I don't know. Higher in the that, atmosphere. That is know. a, that, you know, that is a fantastic question. Uh, who and knows? I don't, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know if there's, I don't, I thought, see my, my thought in the matter was that it was always that the gases are like generally intermixed. I mean, it could um, be separate, right? I mean, gases are heavier than other ones. I don't know. So but, where does nitrogen <laughs> sit in atmosphere? Um, it is, oh, I think it's uh, like sec. I don't know, but I think on the periodic scale, I think it is two and isn't oxygen <laughs> after it? Is it hydrogen, nitrogen, oxygen, something like that? Is that how it goes? I, I haven't looked at the table in quite some, well, some years. 
here goes just just so you know mm -hmm. it's it's nitrogen is at every level in our oh it is in our atmosphere the troposphere the stratosphere the mesosphere the thermosphere and the exosphere which is the thinnest volume nitrogen is pretty much ubiquitous ubiquitously spread through all of those zones of our atmosphere okay all right well there you go we're all learning something today Okay. I feel smarter. Yeah. All right. Two more questions. Uh, number nine. What is the process by which plants release water vapor into the atmosphere? Would you like options? <laughs> oh, so they release water vapor. Apparently, so yeah. not okay. So it's not you're not you're not saying not it's so it's not photosynthesis, right? No, that would be absorption of the sun. Right. 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 Um. Yeah. You better give me options if I have them. Okay. Uh, options are a. Uh, transpiration, B, precipitation, uh, C, condensation, or D, evaporation. I think two of them it's, only kind of make sense. Yeah, it, it, but it's release. It's release. Re it releases water from the plant into the atmosphere. I mean, technically, uh, I guess. Okay, so I'm going to say what I think the general answer is because this this takes place all over the environment, but that would be evaporation. That is incorrect. Right, because that's that's just the absorption of water. So what's the plant process? Uh, transpiration. Transpiration. Okay. Okay. I, I did not know this. I would have had to just start yeah. narrowing stuff down. I probably honestly would have also guessed evaporation. But yeah, so the the exhalation of water vapor through the stomata. Right. Okay. Okay. Because the evaporation is the actual collection then as that water as that water then evaporates into the atmosphere but that's not the actual plant producing the water right. i see got it okay last one number 10 joe uh this will be multiple choice uh okay. which of the following is not a prime number a 13 b 17 c 22 d 31 should be 22 that is correct whatever c 22 okay yep. All right. So 80%, 80% at the, at the what, sixth grade level, right? That's pretty good. Yeah. Okay. All right. Okay. I'm, That's what I call a not bad scenario. I'm just hoping to get 60%. I want right. to pass. <laughs> You're like, I think I can pass. I think ah, I can pass. I'm so okay. nervous. Okay. Here we go. All right. Here we go. Number one, coming up right now. Number one question. Your first five are going to be history. Your last five are going to be grammar. Here we go. Number one. And I can't take this back now. I have to give it to you because it was in my questions. Which famous American inventor is known for the invention of the light bulb? Hmm. Thomas Edison. <laughs> Thomas Edison. You got it. Yes, yes. And the, the crowd goes absolutely wild. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. All right. <laughs> this is. I mean, I'll, I'll, take, I, I'll take the freebie. I need it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right. We'll go number two. There are some harder ones in here. Mm -hmm. I'm going to warn you already. Okay. What? Is the significance of the 1803 Louisiana purchase? What is the significance of that purchase? Oh my God! Is I, there this like, is a broad uh, answer. Yeah, you take you it. I will take almost anything that qualifies. Wasn't Louisiana purchase? Wasn't like Napoleon involved in that? I do believe that we purchased the territory from France. Yeah. So you've already got half a point. Okay. I don't know the significance of it though. Like, I mean, we all know the Louisiana Purchase, but what the big deal was with it? Oh my God, dude, I'm so bad. All you have to do, all you have to do, is say why we would want to buy more land. Uh, to take it from the French. <laughs> Basically, yes. Okay. Let's just you're gonna because you even the fact that you knew it was the, the was France mm -hmm. was good enough. It was the Louis, the significance of the Louisiana Purchase was technically it approximately doubled the size of the United States at the time. Oh, okay, all right. So it was a it was a significant doubling of the of what is considered at the time the legal boundaries of the United States of America. Okay, all right. Well, okay. I mean, I, I feel like I didn't quite get it, but I'll take it. <laughs> Now you got it. You got I, it. I knew some right. some details of it, but that's about it. Number right. three, mm -hmm. which ancient civilization built the Great Wall of China? Um, oh, uh, I can't just say like the Chinese because I think like the the Chinese Empire or something like that. Yeah, yeah, close enough. Okay, <laughs> yes. what what is it? Ancient China. Ancient. Okay, all right. 
I just felt like China was like the easy answer that wasn't going to be it. So I was I was just wondering if you were going to be like, oh, well, that was the people that came before the Chinese. The, <laughs> the older Chinese people. The older Chinese. Yeah. Right. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, three, three out of three so far. All right. All right. Who was the first woman to fly solo across the Atlantic Ocean? Oh, uh, uh, Amelia Earhart. That is correct. Okay. Nice. Man, dude, you are tearing it up today. Ah, look at me with these uh, yeah. general knowledge questions. All right. <laughs> I have a question for you here. You And I'm going to give you two choices. One of them is the right answer. One of them is bullshit. All right. You ready? Okay. What event is often considered the beginning of World War One. Was it Nicholas II abdicating the throne of Russia or the assassination of Archduke Franz Ferdinand of Austria-Hungary? I'm going to say A. Ooh, uh -oh. I'm sorry. It was the assassination of Archduke Franz Ferdinand of Austria-Hungary. Really? Yeah. <laughs> 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 Nicholas II had to abdicate the throne near the end of the war because of the Russian um, Russian uprising, the Bol the Bol hmm. Bol Bolkovich 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 up uh, uprising. Okay, yeah, I did not unaware of either of those. Oh, hey, yeah. four out of five on history, not okay. bad at all. Grammar is going to be tough. This is not my strong suit. All right, now the first one you get a choice on. Here you go. Mm -hmm. What type of word is quickly in this sentence? She quickly finished her homework. Is quickly an adverb or an adjective? My first gut was uh, adverb. That is correct. Okay. Adverb right. is correct. Okay. Nice. I almost right, blurted good. it out. But like, yeah, right. I, like, like, I, better, I better hear the options. <laughs> right. Yeah, all, better to hear the options mm -hmm. instead of circling A. All right. All right. What is the subject of this sentence? The cat chased the mouse. I would assume, ooh, is it, is it cat or mouse? Uh, uh -huh, that's right. That's why I like this one. Uh, the subject would be, uh, I want to say cat, but I'm, I'm going to go against my gut because sometimes I'm wrong on these. I'm going to say mouse. Oh, damn it. <laughs> I should have I'm sorry, you're... You're the cat. What is the sentence about? The sentence is about the cat. And I, it was, I had to look this one up too because I was like, like, but wait a minute. The like, mouse but, is yeah, the Yeah, the, the cat, the mouse. I'm like, which one is yeah. it? Yeah, 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 exactly. So I did double check this, and it, 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 it is truly the cat, because I had to double check it, too. Okay. All right. Well, All right. Still technically Give passing. Me, absolutely. Give me any, any antonym of happy. Sad. There you go. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> like, this is a trick. You got it. You got it. Okay. All right. Choose the connect. Choose the correct pronoun to complete the sentence. Sarah and blank went to the park. Your choices are either I or me. Which one is it? Which is the correct pronoun? I. Sarah and yes, that is correct. Okay. You know, do you remember the trick? I do. Take that? away the other part of it. Exactly. Dude, yeah. that has that <laughs> grammar trick has served me oh, same my here. entire life. Yeah, in case you don't know the trick, yeah, you just eliminate the first part of it and just say it without that part. Yep. And if you say "me went to the park" or "I went to the park," that you know, then you know the right one. It's kind of funny about this is that I will get work emails mm -hmm. all the time where somebody would have said, especially when they use "I" when they should have said "me." That's mm -hmm. the biggest blunder that people make because I think there's some kind of collective thought process in our grammar that the answer is should always default to I. Like, um, for some reason, and I don't know why, because I think people think it sounds more proper, but you wouldn't believe the number of times I'm talking with people or get like a work email where it says like something and, and I, you know, and I is the incorrect pronoun. Right, where it should have been me. Yeah, and it's almost like, and, I'm, and it drives me nuts because you could tell the person didn't drop the rest of the sentence to put like it was, you know, it was me. Right. You know, or it was so you, typically you might say something like it was Sarah. They, they'll they say something like, oh, well, who pushed this code into production? Oh, it was Sarah and I. Right. And like, I like, is not correct. Right. It would be Sarah and me. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Otherwise, it just would have been me. Yeah. OK. 
And right. your last one okay. to hold, I think to hold 80%, right? Yeah. Yeah. To I hold think so. 80%, you got to get this one. Okay. Which sentence is in the past tense? A, hmm. she is reading a book. B, she will read a book. Or C, she read a book. I'm going to have to go with C. That is correct. <laughs> okay. You got it. I am not dumber than a sixth grader. <laughs> <laughs> Hey, neither of us are. Yes. We are we have we have passed the whole way through 6th grade so far. I feel like uh, I feel like we're ready for 8th. I think so too, man. I'm excited. And then when we hit high school, I'm going to be so nervous. <laughs> They've looked at our previous scores and they're like, "You guys are so un, so unbelievably intelligent that next week you're going straight to 8th grade." There you go. <laughs> we're just skipping a grade. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> oh my god. All right. Let's uh let's wrap this one up, Joe. Uh, thank you guys all for tuning in for another one, and we'll see you next Monday. Talk to you next time. <laughs>